Hello, hello, lovely Confidence is Key listeners. Welcome back to another wonderful episode. And today I am so excited because we are having the wonderful Megan Wilcox on today's show. I'm so pumped. She is absolutely amazing. So Megan is um, a podcaster as well. So she is part of the Perks of Being a Woman podcast. And her and her host are doing so well with their show. And when I first started Confidence is Key, um, when I created the at Confidence pod on Instagram, the official page for Confidence is Key, Megan actually messaged me and said, welcome to the podcasting community. I'm here if you need anything. And the best part about the whole conversation was that she actually quoted High School Musical at the end of her message and said, don't worry, girl, we're all in this together. And from that moment, I thought I have found my person, I have found my podcast buddy, and we just thought that we had to do a show together. We had to do um, an interview. The only problem was Megan lives in Pasadena, California, and as you all know, I am a Sydney, Australia girl. So a little bit of an issue, but distance does not win in this case. We worked out how we could do an online interview and the content is just wonderful. So we're about to talk all things confidence and being a woman. Now, being a woman in 2019 is such a powerful thing. It is so relevant at the moment with the Me Too movement and just having a voice for women is seems to be like an on-trend topic, which I love. I think is fabulous. And we're going to find out through Megan all the wonderful things about being a woman. Um, also some of the downfalls or some of the issues that women face. And it's just a really good rounded interview about celebrating girl power. So without further ado, I'm going to let us jump straight into the interview with Megan and then I'll pop back on at the end. Enjoy everyone. Being such a wonderful podcast buddy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm so excited that we've been kind of doing this together even though we're like so far away from each other I know I know I got so excited when you sent me that message and was like we're all in this together and quoted high school musical that was like it's like I found my soulmate on the other side of the world (laughs) I forgot that that even happened (laughs) it's so good to know that you can talk to someone about like having like a musical content and like be able to like banter about that instead of people Mm -hmm. thinking oh I'm a weirdo I like musicals (laughs) no it is great All right, let's jump into the questions. So we are here on Confidence is Key and we have to talk about confidence and all things relating to confidence. So for you, Megan, what does confidence actually mean to you? To me, confidence is just having that belief in yourself that you are you, honestly. And I think being able to be comfortable sharing that like with the world and Mm. being able to say like, yeah, I can go out into the world. I can do things. I can interact with various people and put who I truly am deep down inside out for other people to see. And so I really think it's just a a belief in yourself that you are worth something and you Mm. are enough and that you, you are you and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's also the comfortability of being able to, I think, share that with other people. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And how do you go about self-doubt? How does that affect you? Because being 2019, self-doubt is real and there Mm -hmm. is a lot about self-doubt. And I think it's become, people are more aware of their self-doubt, but I don't know if they understand how they, how to actually get rid of it or how to move on past it. Yeah. So for me, I mean, especially like being a woman, there Mm. are, you have your good days and you have your bad days. Um, And so, (laughs) and I think I'm, I'm sure you've probably experienced something like this too. I think, you know, um, in starting like my podcast, for example, I feel like that has been something where, I like don't necessarily believe in my ability to put something out because I'm not good at editing. I'm not good at like with technology. Like my friend who does the podcast with me, she's always like, I'm actually pretty surprised that you have managed to figure out how to do some of these things because I'm not tech savvy. And so like I doubt my abilities or I doubt like my, like what I, that what I have to say is like worth something to the world. And so for me, like combating self doubt really just does kind of it it stems from having a good support system and like having people that you can go to and say I am struggling right mm-hmm. now and here's exactly why I'm struggling or when you don't want to talk about it but your friends know they need you need to talk about it mm-hmm. you know having them reach out and being able to kind of have those conversations and just really I think having that support system I think is so key to navigating not only life but like navigating your role in it too Oh, 100%. And I always thought that I needed a big group of people in my network. Mm -hmm. I thought that the bigger, the better, the stronger, whatever. But actually, as I've gotten older, I've realized that it's all about quality, not Mm -hmm. quantity. And even if it's just four or five friends and your family around you saying, you know what, what you're doing is awesome Mm -hmm. and don't let your self-doubt impact on what you're doing. Keep doing it for you. I could not agree with that more. I think that yeah, the support network and just having those positive reminders when those little negative ones pop into your mm-hmm. head and the mind is so powerful. It yes. is insane. So those lovely gentle reminders from loved ones and people who just genuinely are there for you really mm-hmm. makes a world of difference. Hey. Yeah. And I think too, even being able to, when you have like faulty thoughts enter your enter your brain, mm. being able to kind of say, this is how I'm feeling. One of my favorite, it's not really a quote, but it's a saying that I feel like I've heard a lot of people say is like, feelings aren't facts. Like you can validate like a feeling that you're having, but that doesn't mean that that is true of whatever the situation is. And so I think also being able to say, oh, that's a faulty thought. And like unpacking that as Mm. well, I think can be, can be really good. Yeah. And like acknowledging it going, Mm -hmm. okay, this is the little voice inside of me who is like Mm -hmm. a little devil who is not... (laughs) who is not my friend, that Mm -hmm. person is there to just make me feel uncomfortable. So you just acknowledge it and say, okay, my sister actually, she's studying to be an occupational therapist and she taught me this technique. When that little devil comes out to play, you stop where you are and you notice five things in the room and you say them out loud. So you're like a vase, flowers, candle, banana, whatever it is. (laughs) And that makes you accountable for where you are in that moment. So it's like a distraction and I've been using it and it's actually quite good. And then you can even do it with like your sense of smell. So, Mm -hmm. okay, what can I smell? Okay, I can smell the fresh flowers over there. I can smell the coffee in the air. And it's like it makes that little devil disappear because you're not giving it the time of day. 
I feel like you've talked about that on a previous episode. Mm, yeah, okay. I have. I have. Right. My, my sister is a big influence in my life. So I definitely like to take her tips and take her advice because even though I did Confidence is Key and I love doing all my episodes, I'm probably, I have self-doubt and I'm probably one of the most self-doubting, is that even a word? Self-doubting people. <laughs> I come across, my exterior comes across so confident, so bubbly, so happy, but actually deep down, like I have to get her to check my text messages. Does that sound okay? I have to like (laughs) get my fiance to quickly check a post if there's like any spelling or grammar issues because you are your hardest critic, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And it's hard. It's hard to turn that inner critic off and say, not today. Nope. Yeah. We're going to move forward. <laughs> exactly. Do you boo and move out of the way, you little devil. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the ways that I like to sort of combat my self-doubt and just get myself out of that situation for a little bit is to have me time. And I love talking mm-hmm. about me time because I think it's really prevalent in today's very fast-paced society. So Megan, what does your me time look like? Yeah, I am a big advocate for me time. I love taking time for myself. Um, So for me, it's either going to be, I'm a verbal processor too. So like sometimes me time requires me to like have a glass of wine with my roommates or with some of my friends and like just chat about like life and whatever. Um, But I also really love... Thank you. <laughs> um, I also really love getting massages um, because I think there's such a powerful connection with like mind and body. And like mm-hmm. for me, especially like during like my busy work seasons, I'm traveling a lot. I'm standing a lot. And so I just feel like I, I take a, a toll. It takes a toll on my body. And so I love getting massages because I feel like it kind of helps recenter myself. Um, and then also I love going and getting my nails done. So I'll get like my, my fingernails done. I'll get like a pedicure and just maybe like read a book or something like that. But um, I'm a big advocate for taking time for yourself and, and doing those little like self-care things because it's just so important to for life <laughs> and getting through life yes <laughs> I can relate um massages fantastic nails petty beautiful um mm-hmm. I think that just let's just tell the confidence is key listeners a little bit about your job because I probably should have spoken about that at first but you are a very busy woman Yes. Yes, I am. Um, So I work in higher education and I um, recruit students to go to college. So um, even though I live in uh, California, I work for a school that's out of state, but I basically recruit California students to um, go to this other university on the East Coast of the U.S. Um, And it's just so much fun. I love getting to to talk to students. Um, We actually have a girl from, I think, it's pronounced Macquarie. Is that yes, right? The yes. University in Sydney. Yes. Um, Macquarie University. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Not that I went there. I actually went to Notre Dame, but you know, we support each other. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, she's a part of my group and um, we, I just work with a lot of amazing people and just really, I'm really passionate about kind of like furthering education and mm. students getting an education. So I love what I do though. It's so much fun. <laughs> You remind me of like a really wonderful older sister role model. That's how how I, like as I'm talking to you and as I've got to know you over just social media, you have a wonderful job. And I think that 
education and and studying is stressful. So Mm -hmm. I think those tips on what you've just said about taking that time out for you and, you know, doing things that it's like a little bit of a treat, I think you can be a really wonderful role model to people who are, look, university is not the easiest time and higher education is really stressful and can have a really, um, I guess, a negative effect on your body because you put Mm -hmm. a lot of pressure on yourself. So I think that you should share your wonderful tips with your um, role model students just to I love it. <laughs> yeah, just to show them that like you can get through it and you can also treat yourself at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited because your podcast is called The Perks of Being a Woman and I yep. love being a wonderful female, a strong female. <laughs> um, what do you think is the ultimate best thing about being a woman? Um, aside from mostly everything, yeah, I tell people all the time I would never want to be a guy, like never. Um, I was and I was thinking about this earlier, and I was like, should I get philosophical with this answer, or should I just be like a little silly? And I honestly think that the best thing about being a woman is like the options that we have. Like when it comes to, I think careers, there's so many different options that like women have than I think men do because of like, for example, you're a teacher. Mm -hmm. So I think teaching certain grade levels, at least here in the U S very frowned upon for like men specifically, like at the younger levels Mm -hmm. because of a lot of different things. Um, And like, Yeah. And so then, but like with women, it's like, no, you have the option to do that and everything like that. But then also clothing. We have Mm -hmm. so many more options when it comes to clothes than guys do. And so I think, so that is a little silly answer. But then also I think one of the best things is I think women um, really do try hard to support one another. And I think there is more freedom for women to be raw, be emotional with other with other women and have kind of that tribe. Whereas I feel like men, yeah, they they do, but I don't think it's to the level that that women have. And so I really appreciate that and like the friendships that I've been able to kind of cultivate and develop just because of the fact that I'm a woman and <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. And we can relate to one another. I feel with men they kind of go, Yeah, bro, mm, mm. But mm-hmm. with us, we can go, Oh, I've had that experience and then I felt this way. We actually talk uh-huh. about it. Yes. And I don't know if you're like me, but I love talking and getting everything out. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how men can say, Yeah, bro, and then that be the end of the conversation. Right? I know. Yeah, bro, what? How are you feeling about this? Like, talk to one another. You might find Mm -hmm. that you have been in that same situation or you can relate to that topic in a, on a deeper level. Right. <laughs> we can stand together and we can make each other feel better by just being mm-hmm. open and mm-hmm. saying, you know what, you're, you're not a weirdo for feeling like that or you're not strange in wanting to blurt out blah or whatever it is. <laughs> so I love that about being female. I love that we can relate on a deeper level mm-hmm. and just have power in knowing that we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side, what do you think is the number one biggest problem that women face in 2019? Yeah, I think women are underestimated a mm. lot of the time. And I think that's why um, it's always such a big deal when it's like, oh, she is the first woman to 
X, Y, and Z, whatever the case may be. And it's because women, I think, are underestimated. And I don't think it's necessarily the fact that people don't believe that women can do things, because I think people believe women can do a lot of things, but it's just the sheer fact of like overcoming all of the odds and actually climbing whatever ladder that may be to get to whatever level that I think women are just underestimated all the time. Oh, of course. And it's not until we prove somebody wrong or Mm -hmm. we sort of stand up and say, you know what, look at me go. It's like we Mm -hmm. have to always be on show. I have spoken about this before. It's like we have to be accountable. We have to always be, you know, um, standing proud when, you know, at the end of the day, do men have to do that? Like, do they have to always be accountable? Right. Yes. However, there is this stigma that women are bitchy and are mm-hmm. jealous of one another. And even just talking to some of my guy friends, they're like, oh, you know, when you have girls nights, all you girls do is probably bitch about one another. But that's not true. Like, you'd be surprised. We talk about face masks and going on holidays and, <laughs> you know, weddings and all that stuff. But there is, even in movies, they have that stigma of girls get together, they're going to drink wine, have cheese, and then just bitch and complain. Where Where mm-hmm. do you think this came from? Honestly, I think, this is going to maybe sound terrible, but I think men created this because yeah. I think that there is a a level of like jealousy and competition amongst women when they're in like when they're in specific environments. So like when we all go out as a group, like to like a bar or something like that, you know, you go out for your girls night, but the intent is, oh, we want to like talk to cute guys. And so because we are all dealing with our own insecurities and because I think this is probably all going to sound so bad, but because, (laughs) because I think men are in this particular instance, because I think men place a higher emphasis on like physical attractiveness um, when it comes to the mating side of things than women do that it's kind of created this environment of, oh, well, if I want to get the guy that I want, I have to be prettier than you instead of, hey, let's celebrate the fact that like, like take you and me, for example, we have different features. We look different from one another. So why would we not just like highlight the best features about each of us, you know, when we go out and be more supportive in that way? So I think- exactly. Yeah. So I think because of the way that society is when it comes to, I think, going out and again, I'm speaking from a United States perspective, but um, I I really think that like unintentionally, I think men kind of created this, this environment where then women do become like in competition with one another. And so I think it's very situationally based. I think there's a lot of times where women are just like, no, like we're just hanging out, having fun because also who doesn't love a good girl's night at home where we're all in our pajamas, like you said, doing a face mask, drinking some wine and watching our romantic comedies. Like mm-hmm. that's the best, but you know, I think they it just, just depends. Get it. The They're just jealous. They don't. <laughs> they are jealous. <laughs> like that to me is my favorite girl's night with my group. We've done that many times and it's just the best. You're comfortable. No one cares if you've got like your hair in a bun, you've got no makeup on, you know, that's besides the point. Mm-hmm. 
But I think it's from maybe movies and TV shows and maybe just other bad experiences of being those men being around women who are just maybe genuinely negative people and they're mm-hmm. sort of stereotyping all of us to be, oh, well, they all must just go around and just right. be bitchy to one another. <laughs> right. Well, and oftentimes too, I think the the women who are catty or kind of have that kind of mentality are the ones that I think stand out because they're going to be the ones that are a little bit more outspoken. So like, for example, like the movie Mean Girls, um, Regina George, you remember her. You don't really remember too much about Gretchen because she's kind of one of the nicer ones, you know, but you remember how terrible Regina is and how petty and how catty she is. So I think, I think just a couple women. I know. And I think just a couple women have ruined it for the the whole of us. <laughs> Even though that movie is all time, that is just a go-to movie night sometimes. Yes. Like, love it. Can quote half of that movie. Right. Um, but in saying that, Regina, yeah, she took it to a new level. And in a way, I bet you we could all think of one person who we've come in contact with over the last five, ten years, whatever it's been, um, mm-hmm. and go, you know what? Yeah, you were a little bit like Regina. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so true or i myself have been like her maybe in situations you know (laughs) oh look me too i think we all have a little part where sometimes that devil to bring it back Mm -hmm. to the devil it does come out and it gets the better of us but i think with education learning to put that away and becoming the best version of yourself Mm -hmm. and listening to podcasts such as ours we can sort of train people to put regina in the closet Mm -hmm. i agree excellent now i have two more questions for you If you were president, well, we call it prime minister. So if you were the president slash prime minister, what would be the first thing you would fix or put in place for women? Yes. So this is a really hard question for me because I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't know what my answer is going to be. But um, I love it. And I think my one of like my favorite women – in I think the world, and obviously I don't know this person, but is um, one of our Supreme Court justices, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's incredible. She's done so much for women's um, rights here in the U.S. And she, I, I'm pretty positive this is a quote by her where she says, "Women belong in the room where all decisions are being where decisions are being made." And so I think that is something that I would um, I would probably do is like make sure that there is at least. Well, equal representation, I think. Like, there needs to be representation for women. There needs to be representation for people of color and, like, different things like that in the rooms where decisions are being made. And mostly because at one of my previous uh, jobs, I remember talking to one of my coworkers and I was like, was there a woman in the room when this decision was getting made? And he was like, no. And I was like, that's why it is the way that it is. Okay, good to know. <laughs> that is awesome. And you've actually just answered my last question, which is, can you give me an empowerment quote? I love that. <laughs> I honestly do. Um, I work at a school that is very equal in terms of male and females, but it is really important to have both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we'll sort of, man shaming a bit before which is not good so I'm going to take that back and say we love you all men yes Um, absolutely we love you like I have a wonderful fiance he's just like the light of my life he's amazing but I think that we both both sides bring such an amazing Mm -hmm. presence to any situation any decision so I absolutely love that everyone should be 
involved and that mm-hmm. I'm going to write that quote down somewhere. I really like that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like too, again, I'm a big believer in like the the balance of like masculine and feminine because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I as a woman, yeah, men, you do it. I don't want to do it. And I'm sure yeah. vice versa because like, so I, yeah. So yeah, not to shame anybody, but I definitely think that like there needs to be a good healthy balance like between men and women and that we need to value and respect one another. But also to kind of segue off of that, another quote that I really, really love, and it's just like a little saying, is like, she believes she could and so she did. And I think that like it's good for everybody because I think so much, I mean, your whole podcast is about confidence. And I really think that so much about confidence is our belief in ourselves. I think I said that at the very beginning, but it's like we can do so many more things if we just believe that we can, you know, so- Exactly. And it's just training the mind to go, Mm -hmm. I can do this. It's going to be hard. And like I mentioned in my um, Bene Brown episode, she says that you will fail and you need to be prepared Mm -hmm. for that to happen. But at least you're taking the risk. At least you're being the woman or the man who is putting themselves out there and going, you know what, at least I'm not just sitting on my bottom doing absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. At least I'm putting myself out there and giving myself some self-worth. 100%. Yeah. Megan, you are amazing. Thank you oh, so, you, so much for um, coming on the Confidence is Key podcast. Um, you are going to be my all-time podcast buddy. So like you have that title now, so you can feel very, yes. very proud. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I do think all the time about like, okay, whenever I make it over to Australia, I'm going to get lunch or dinner with her and it will be fun. <laughs> you 100% will have to. You can. We can even have like our own little girls night. I can host. <laughs> It'll be awesome. And one day I do plan on going to California one day. I will definitely have to come and pop over and have some wine and cheese with you as well. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Isn't she just wonderful? Thank you so much, Megan and the Perks of Being a Woman podcast. I have absolutely loved getting to know you and having a little buddy on the other side of the world who is going through something very similar, trying to start a show and getting listeners. So it is really, really nice that we have connected. As always, everyone, we have new content coming out every Tuesday. So stay tuned for a brand new episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening today. My name is Rosie. This is Confidence is Key. See you next time.